What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money and living that digital nomad lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a digital nomad lifestyle, traveling the world while earning some money. Get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives all while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. We're going to continue talking about the world of travel blogging, so be sure to check out our travel blogging tutorial in our podcast or join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide and click that like button in today's episode we are talking with couple travel bloggers andrew and melanie of life's sweet journey they're an american couple that bought a home on wheels and are now traveling across their country while teaching english online this interview provides a lot of great information on both living and traveling in a home on wheels as well as a very creative way to make money while on the road. So without further ado, here's our interview with Andrew and Melanie. Today we are joined by Melanie and Andrew of Life's Sweet Journey. Melanie and Andrew are a married American couple who have purchased a home on wheels and are now traveling across their country together. You can find them and follow their journey at www.lifesweetwords.com. Hello, Melanie and Andrew, and welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thanks, Mike, for having us. We're really excited to be here. So just to get started here, um, I just want to go over your guys' story. How did you guys meet? We actually met in high school. Well, I was high school. He was in college through his brother and just ended up going on a few just kind of get-togethers and a couple weeks later, we were dating. Oh, nice. So back in high school, you guys known each other? Yes. And so have... for 13 years. Oh, wow. So yep. ever since okay. you guys met, you guys both have loved to travel? Yes. Mm-hmm. We actually went on our first trip together um, my senior year spring break, which is the year we met. So. Oh, wow. And why travel for the two of you? I think it was just a growing desire that we had as life kind of progressed and, you know, we changed as we got older and decided that we wanted a couple things that were different than what we had originally thought we wanted. And I, it took about three years to convince him to go full time, but Mm -hmm. it was just something we were kind of tired of the, you know, nine to five. Right. Um, and wanted something a little different. Mm-hmm. So then, when did the travel blog start? The travel blog started about a year ago when we really knew we were going to make the shift into full-time travel. I had had a blog for just kind of lifestyle stuff. And then as we really started focusing more on travel, I switched everything over and it became very travel-focused. Ah, I see. Okay, so then 
Now we're just going to jump into the three different parts here. Uh, so the first part, we just like to warm up our guests and get to know about their travels. So where were you last? Where are you now? And where are you traveling to next? Well, we were actually just in Kentucky. We were there for about a week and really just kind of explored. I surprised him with a trip to Maker's Mark Distillery. I just and that was saw a- that video, and I'm pretty jealous about that uh, whiskey tasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely something you need to do if you ever go to Kentucky. Yeah. So we are currently in Asheville, North Carolina. We've been here a day mm-hmm. and are just kind of getting some work done today, and then we'll start exploring tomorrow. Oh, nice. And Excellent. then... And then where yeah, are you traveling so, to next? Right now, the uh, future is to be told. We're not sure where we're going next. Oh, yeah. okay. So is this trip uh, kind of uh, just by the seat of your pants? Or is this, do you guys have goals to reach or anything like that? Yes. The big goals are to get out west fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. We would love to spend the summer in Alaska. Oh, wow. Next. Yes, we would love to spend the summer in Alaska. Um, we had actually not planned on it being this much by the seat of our pants, but we actually had a job lined up for the first three months in West Virginia, and that fell through. Oh, okay. And that has kind of left us, yeah, kind of having to make a lot of last-minute decisions. We decided two days ago we were coming to Asheville, and here we are. And then we may go to Tennessee next just to see some family that's there. Okay. But after that, yeah, it's all kind of right now being played the year. Yeah. So, so what's in Asheville that you guys want to see? I We were just so close, and I have always wanted to see the Biltmore at Christmas. And so that's our plan is to kind of just get to see see that at Christmas time. Plus, there's a uh, lot of breweries all over oh. town that we like to hit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so on on this trip, what has been uh, your favorite place to visit so far, or what was your your the best thing that our listeners should do if they're in, in that city? Definitely Maker's Mark, but also we went to Mammoth Cave National Park in. Kentucky, which is actually, we didn't even know really anything about it. It just happened to be right near our campsite. Oh, wow. And it is a amazing experience. Mm-hmm. It is the, the largest, it's the largest underground caving system in the world. And they are still exploring and finding new parts of it all the time. So, And it's called Mammoth Cave? Yes. Mammoth Cave, known for its size, not because there were mammoths. <laughs> I see. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. uh, so what was your most awkward, embarrassing, or hilarious travel experience together? Um, This kind of learning how to live in an RV has been interesting. I mean, we've had quite a few different experiences over the years just from getting sick um, in different places and, you know, trying to kind of power through with all that. But 
I guess just the dynamics of learning to live in an RV has had its embarrassing moments. For sure, yeah. Um, Babe was, sorry, Andrew was um, kind of working to clean out some of the camper because we bought our camper used and they right. had let us know that everything had been cleaned out before, you know, all the systems flushed and so we just planned to kind of give it a once over and they had not been, I guess, maybe entirely honest or maybe just hadn't known that it wasn't fully cleaned out. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. that, that was quite an experience. I bet, yeah, I don't for know sure. if you've ever seen the Robin Williams RV movie, but... I had a little bit of that all over my hands and putting that out. So I see, that, I see. That was probably our worst, um, most awkward experience, um, being right there. At the campground and, every, and everything and seeing all that unfold wasn't yep. very pleasant. <laughs> yeah. But since then, everything's been going smoothly with the camper? Yes. Oh, yes. Awesome. So far, so good. Awesome. So that, that segues perfectly into our next part of the podcast where we talk about relationships and a bit more about your travels. So how do you guys feel, especially traveling in a camper, uh, how does this affect your relationship together? It's been really interesting. It's been a different learning experience because we also hadn't planned to really be together together 24-7 like we are now because we had originally had different jobs that we were going to be working that would have taken us away from each other during the day. And now that is not the case. And so we're learning how to do the 24-7 thing pretty quickly during into this trip. Mm-hmm. Um and it actually has been going really well. It's, it's been an adjustment just to kind of work and maneuver around each other and kind of be sitting a lot of times in silence while we're near each other. Right. And both just kind of working on different things. I'll be working on the blog. He'll be working on some other stuff we've um, got going on. And yeah, so it's just, I guess it's, it's been good. Yeah we, yeah. we do like each other though. So that helps. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah. So then when planning a trip, who takes care of what? Uh, do you guys assign roles to one another? Another do, uh, Does one person drive and the other plans the next excursion? Or how do you guys do that? I'm pretty much the uh, full-time driver and more like the logistics of how to get to a place. Why Melanie, she um, really plans the next adventure we're going on right and what right. destination to hit next so um she kind of tells us where we go and i try to figure out a way to get us there <laughs> perfect <laughs> yep yeah that's yeah that's a great duo then yes it does work <laughs> i have yet to drive with the home being pulled i will drive us sometimes in the truck but i have yet to try and drive this thing so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the camper is 34 feet long. Oh, so. wow. So, yeah, that oh. must be... Uh, are the roads you're driving on, are they they fairly good? Or do you guys come across any um, backcountry roads that kind of give you a scare? Well, when we went to the uh, the distillery in Kentucky, it was basically a one-lane one road we went down mm-hmm. out in the middle of the country. And it said no uh, semis, and once we got on it, uh, we realized why we came up to one vehicle we could barely pass. Oh, you. yeah. We had to basically, we get off 
on the curb to get around us. So yeah, that's probably the worst experience so far besides uh, going over some dirt roads and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. It's been pretty good so far. Perfect. Excellent. He so, is a great driver, so it helps a lot because <laughs> otherwise, like, my heart was clenched the whole time. I thought we were <laughs> doomed for sure, but he did a very good job. Yeah, I was driving a camper, I guess, especially <laughs> at 30, 34 feet, you said. That's uh, that's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so d- have you guys traveled as a couple to other places other than the States? Yes. Okay. So when... Our honeymoon, we actually spent 10 days cruising through Greece, which was wonderful. Greek islands. Yes, the Greek nice. islands. The Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love, we, we're big cruisers. We love to cruise. Okay. We think it's just a great way to see a lot of different places in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And it also gives us, you know, the ability to do something while we're traveling because there's so many different options, you know, while the boat is on the ocean, taking you to your next port. Right, right. Um, I have been to Kenya twice and have loved that as well, Africa. Right, Kenya looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kenya's a beautiful place. Um, And, yeah. We've been to Costa Rica and... um, Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, all the places we've been on the cruises, you know, the different islands and stuff like that but i think those are the main places we've flown to together hey so then as a couple what do you feel has been the best destination i love aruba we went and explored ericoc national park Mm -hmm. and did an atv tour there and went to some pretty remote places that they have within the national park and that was that was a really neat place. Nice, Aruba. I've never been actually. Is that is that really popular for Americans to visit? I I think mostly on the at the actual ports where the ships dock. We right. didn't have very many people who actually went into Aruba. Okay. So or not into Aruba. Sorry, into the national park. They pretty much stayed right there. You know, close to more of the tourist destination yep. spot, but it's definitely worth it to kind of go a little further in and get a, a true feel for a so place. when you guys went to Aruba, that was on the cruise then? Yes, that was oh, on the that, cruise. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then closing out this uh, part where we're talking about couples and traveling together, do you have any advice for couple travelers out there? Just really be able to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You have you have to be able to kind of be willing to get in, get on each other's nerves a little bit, but you kind of got to let it go really quickly because yeah. otherwise your you know your time and your trip are gonna be kind of overshadowed, and nobody wants that. So just kind of be able to go with the flow. If something messes up due to the weather or you know, a tour bus breaks down or something like that. You just have to really be able to roll with the punches and just enjoy your time together. Right. Yeah. And make the memories, right? Like you said, be flexible. Uh, understand that not everything's going to go as planned. And if you're flexible together, 
that's going to be the best trip for the both of you. And if you're not flexible, then you need to learn how to be flexible really quick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So this last part, our podcast is all about inspiring couples to get out there and travel the world together. But we also want to uh, inspire couples through our interviewees how to drop the 9-to-5 job, how to free themselves of their work and start a, uh, a job that, that is more, lets them allow them to live a digital nomad lifestyle, to get out there, travel, and also work at the same time. And I know that you guys, um, you've you've done that. You've dropped the nine to five, and you guys are out there on your uh, on your wheels together. So we've talked a bit about who takes care of the blog, who takes care of the photography, the video, social media. Who does all that? I do the majority of that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I write most of the blog posts. I do most of the photography. He does some of the photography if I'm going to be in the picture. Yep. But for the most part, I kind of handle a lot of that. And he's learning. Mm-hmm. It's something I've been doing, you know, for a long time, even when, even before we left full time. Right. And now that we are full time, it's something I'm kind of teaching him as yeah. we go. So he's been helping a lot, actually, with some of the social media side of it. Yeah. In terms of some of the different groups we're in and stuff like that. He's started handling some of that stuff. Yeah. But I... I definitely do the bulk of the blogging, I guess. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still trying to get my feet wet and all that. So. Yeah, for sure. I was always the 9 to 5 guy, and now I'm uh, trying to learn the social media side of it. So yeah. she's teaching me well. Perfect. <laughs> nice. So besides the blog, do you guys do anything else while on the road to earn uh, any income? We do. We actually teach English online to kids in China. Mm-hmm. Through a company called VIP Kid, which has been really, really cool. I, my background is actually in teaching. I was an education major. I had planned to work, you know, as a teacher for at least, you know, quite a few years and spent one year in the classroom and loved my kids, but decided the school system was not for me. Right. Um, so I went back to nannying. And then when I found this job, it was actually the best of both worlds because I was able to do it online. It's 30-minute classes at a time with one student one-on-one, and it's just a really – they're sweet kids. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing it now for nine months. Wow. And then when we decided to go full-time, he applied to teach and mm-hmm. has had six or seven classes now. Mm-hmm. So now I, I'm a full-time teacher, too. Yeah. Make some extra income and keep us going full-time yep. with awesome. our travels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's really interesting because um, actually I did see your uh, what your references pages and you guys talked about how your it, – it's the VIP Kid? What was it again? Yes. It's a VIP company kid? called – yes, VIP Kid. They're based out of Beijing, so okay. we are technically contractors. Mm-hmm. We are – I guess technically self-employed through the company as gotcha. contractors for them. And the only downside is the time difference. It's exactly 12 hours from where we are. Right. So we can't do it during the day. Yep. Otherwise it could be a good way to be a full, you know, income. But we get up, we teach a few hours in the morning and then we spend kind of the rest of the day blogging or 
going on a different adventure. Right. So that's great then. You, so you guys, I assume you had to get up fairly early just to accommodate that schedule and uh, teach first, get that out of the way, which is nice. It sets you up for the rest of the day together, right? Yes, it does. It's and very nice. Do you do any teaching at night too? On the weekends. On the weekends. So mm-hmm, we've, we've opened classes, night classes during the week, but they don't tend to get picked up usually mm-hmm. because those kids are in school. So, gotcha. yeah, so they don't get picked up. So we usually do, right now I'm, I'm trying to do five to six classes in the morning. Mm-hmm. I am not an early riser. Right. He can, he can get up pretty early. He used to get up around four or five, you know, oh, wow. when he worked nine. Well, I guess you didn't really work nine to five. You worked more like six to four. Um, so he's used to getting up early. So he'll, he'll hit some of the early morning classes. And I am still working my way up. One gotcha. of these days I'm going to get up at four, but not today. <laughs> so uh, with these classes, do you have a set schedule by the school or sorry, by this uh, VIP kid? Or do they uh, or do you just say, I want to work at this time, this time, this time? Right. You just say, I want to work here, here, here. They do suggest you open up like two weeks in advance. Like you go in, you open up the slots that you want to work, and then they get picked up by the parent actually, you know, picks up the class. They see, oh, this teacher has this time available, and they can take your class. Gotcha. Most of my classes, it took me about two to three weeks to really start getting a full schedule when I first started, but now pretty much any class I open gets picked up, but it's great because it's flexible if we know we need to be driving one day or we've got something that, you know, might interfere. We just don't open classes that day. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really perfect for this type of lifestyle. That's amazing. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll link your recommendations page in our show notes. So our listeners can get a, get a sense of this VIP kid. Cause I really think that is an excellent tool for somebody, a couple that wants to go traveling and wants to have flexible work life and to earn some extra income while they are traveling. Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah. if they have any questions, I mean, they're more than welcome to email us. Perfect. I help him through, because it is an interview process. You do have to submit, you know, an intro video, kind of doing a little lesson. Mm-hmm. The lessons are pre-prepared. You don't have to prepare anything. Gotcha. You just have to teach each slide. And so I kind of coached him through it. Yep. And we've watched some, you know, YouTube videos that are out there. And now we're both hired. So, yeah, if anybody has any questions, they're welcome to email us. Perfect. And I'll, I'll add your email to the show notes as well, if you don't mind, so that they yeah, can not at all. Uh, email you if anything. So I assume you need a degree to go through this as well? You do. You need a bachelor's degree. It does not have to be in education, though. Okay. Andrew has a finance background. Um, you just kind of have to be pretty creative when you're applying with how you word your experience with children. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I, you know, if you teach or if you've read with your niece or yep. <laughs> your nephew, I would just put that in there. Or you have kids that you've read to. Just, you just kind of have to be creative. For sure. Excellent. Okay. And then just. Uh, going back to your guys' blog, I just want to, um, want to get a, a bit of an idea. How do you guys uh, try to drive traffic to your blog? A lot of it is done through social media, Facebook, mm-hmm. 
Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel, but I'm in a couple groups with other bloggers, um, just kind of discussing ideas, sharing different posts. Um, and then just, I put a lot up on Facebook. Sometimes we'll, um, you know, promote through giveaways, mm-hmm. um, that we take part in and just kind of increasing that awareness and sharing. Yeah. Through social, yeah. a lot. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's done through social media. Yeah. I think, uh, those Facebook groups are really amazing and, and the, uh, the travel blogger community is really awesome and they'll, they'll help you all the way, share links and, and your social media channels. It's really awesome. Yes. I agree. It's been, it's been great. It's been a fun community to be a part of and just kind of, it's, you know, kind of like a similar community that you'd have anywhere. You make friends with people and just enjoy each other's posts and yep. all that great stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so we went through social media, your blog. Um, do you guys have anything else on the horizon that you guys are planning to go with your blog or anything that you guys want to expand on? Or are you guys going to be doing more YouTube videos and things like that? We are. So we are really working on growing YouTube. Actually, that's our going to be one of our big focuses Okay. right now. Originally, I was just kind of posting as we would go to different places. Um, but now that we are kind of on the road full time, we're really hoping to get a post up or, a, well, a YouTube video up each week. Um, mm-hmm. We're calling them Road Talk Tuesday. Perfect. But yeah, so we're just really, you know, hoping to kind of grow that and um, looking to reach out to maybe some um some of the different places that we're going to, that we know we're going to be visiting, um, to just kind of see different places that they'd maybe want more explored and mm-hmm. work on kind of creating features about less seen spots. Gotcha. Perfect. So, I just, yeah. uh, I just want to say guys, your, your blog, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to read through it. It was a lot of fun to watch your videos. You guys seem like, an amazing couple and uh yeah I, I really appreciate the two of you coming on today and uh if there's anything else you want to add to our listeners out there uh now's your chance where can they reach you where's the best way to uh see what what's coming out next for life's sweet journey well we one really appreciate being here thank you for, yeah, having, thank us. You for having us um but the best way to kind of follow along is to follow on Facebook because everything filters through our Life Sweet Journey Facebook page. Okay. Whether it's a YouTube video or a new blog post, you know, our Instagram is linked through there. Um, people we're following, I'll usually, that's where I'll share, you know, posts that I'm loving from other people that we like to follow and enjoy um, seeing where they're adventuring. So yeah. I would definitely say the Life Sweet Journey Facebook page would be a great, you know, way to kind of see where we're going next, what we're doing, where we are currently. Perfect. That'll be that'll be the best place to find all that information out. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and they're welcome to, you know, leave comments, you know, send a message. We'd love to say hello. Um, we're, I'm a very social person. Um, babe is a little more quiet than I am, but we love meeting up with people. So mm-hmm. if anyone's like, hey, you're in our town. Yeah. Send us a message. We'd love to meet up. So. Awesome. 
Well, there you have it. Melanie and Andrew of Life Sweet Journey sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to thank our guests for coming on today. Thank you so much, guys. Thank well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. I cannot express my appreciation enough for you joining us here. You can visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash seven to view the show notes for this particular episode and leave a comment on the page. We'll be sure to get back to you. And if you'd be so kind, just subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. It really helps us and we'll make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide. <laughs>